You want a chicken nugget? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want your pity nugget. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to this week's episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast, where we discuss the spirit of Kentucky. My name's Perry. Thank you guys for being here this week. We have the Home Base Boys back together for the first time in a while. I know. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Last time you guys were the Sleepy Boys. That sounds like a baseball podcast. The Who's home on base first? Boys. Home Base Boys. <laughs> <laughs> What's on second? I'm not going through the whole thing. I don't know. It's too exhausting. Um, hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey. Welcome back to the show. We each have our own microphones now. We upgraded. Yeah, we did. I know. I have this little... No more rock band? Wow. No, I still have the rock band. It's Uh, just... uh, Just cleverly disguised. Yeah, exactly. It's got a nice jazz band. Now it's the jazz band. (laughs) (laughs) We upgraded. Yes. Um, But so hopefully this uh, improves the quality of the show. We'll find out. But anyway... Um, it's been a while since we've all three sat down oh, together. Wow. <laughs> I, every time I say that, yeah, you have to... I'm sorry. It's just ingrained in me. It's instained in me. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Nice pun. Thank you. I guess. I don't know. Uh, guys, what you been drinking recently since we've seen each other? Water. Okay. <laughs> that it? Uh, we just got off a derby weekend. Yeah, I was in Columbus. Um, No, I've been drinking... What have I been drinking? I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking heavily. Uh, <laughs> I have. Four Roses. Interesting. Yeah. Just the regular yeah. yellow label? Just General Four Roses. Just why not? My favorite Civil War figure, <laughs> General Four Roses. Uh, <laughs> General Four Roses! Yes. I feel like that's been it. I'm trying to think what else is on my shelf right now. You go. As he's finishing having, up a bite. Yeah. I've been having uh, Basil Hayden. Oh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Nope. As I like to call it, uh, bourbon-flavored water. Yeah. Hazel, Hazel Baden. <laughs> Hazel Baden. Yeah. Hazel Baden. Why, uh, what per, what uh, possessed you to purchase a bottle? I did not purchase it. Oh, That is gifted? why I've been drinking it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, for whoever gave you, that, gave you that bottle, and if they're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. He probably is, so. Oh, who yeah, was it? Daniel. Oh, sorry, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Okay, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> no, you're good. We'll hear it. <laughs> um, I've always just wished that Basil Hayden was just a higher proof. Really? Yeah. Because mm. I think that... But he's kind of a little light. <laughs> yeah, he's like 80 proof. And I also think, too, that it's a like the perfect starter bourbon. What are we drinking? Oh, we're drinking Heaven Hill six year. Okay. Um, the, just, just the 90 proof. Uh, we're drinking all Heaven Hill products on the show tonight. Yeah, I didn't see um, the port, sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah. It's, uh, there, are like, there are three bottles here. It's, and uh, it's a secret. Yeah. You get to guess. What's it taste Great. like? <laughs> makers, I'm guessing makers. No, it's no. That, 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 no. No. <laughs> mm. Close. Close. Very close. Same town. Makers Mark, Heaven Hill, they both start with the same letters twice. Alliteration. They're both alliteration. Okay, they're alliter- Yeah, they're alliterations. Yeah. There we go. Um, I also had uh, Jefferson's Reserve. Ooh. Uh, very nice. But the port finish? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very, very good. Yeah. Very good. Is that the one on the boat? 
Uh, just the um, the Ocean's Voyage. Ocean's yeah, Voyage. Yeah, like they have, okay, yeah, yeah. they have other. Is a boat thing. So my mind went <laughs> when boat. Yeah. So I was like, I know they have Board one that's on starboard. a boat, and I've had it. But what are the other? Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, no, Jefferson's has the uh, the ocean. Uh, yes. Which would you know? We we talked about it last week with uh, Chad and Sarah. Actually, um, started out as an experiment and turned into this whole thing where they were like, "Hey, this is actually kind of cool." Um, and we're led by a circus ringleader, apparently. Or I'm from the forties or something. Forties, yeah. thirties, something like that. Also, a good yeah. time for the circus. <laughs> 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 now, not so much. We actually care about animals. When was the last time I've been to the circus? I was probably f- like yeah. seven or eight, yeah. maybe. Yeah, last week for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Joking? No. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was gonna say. <laughs> like, do they still even have circuses? Really? Uh, I mean, not Bailey often. is broken up, I believe. Yeah, or the Ringling Brothers. One they're of those. Up. <laughs> yeah, well, they're no longer touring together. <laughs> they they just get Barnum or like Bailey. The Beatles. <laughs> yeah. It's, Welcome so to the Barnum <laughs> Circus. Welcome to PT. A night with PT Barnum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His solo career never really took off, <laughs> but uh, he only had like the the smaller animals, and and Bailey yeah. got like the big ones. But he has no way to transport them. <laughs> yeah. Barnum had all the trunks. Yeah. Just to ride, just to ride the elephants down the road, it's and a like pain in the ass. And he's so got them all like tied together by yeah. a rope. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very weird alternate universe that we've created. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the Jeffersons. It's very good. Yes, yeah, very I good. I love Tom. Indeed. He's my favorite Jefferson. <laughs> the Jeffersons, like they're in like the, the Like the show. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. I was making a historical reference. Um, so, yes, we are drinking Heaven Hill Green Label, as it's lovingly, lovingly known. Well, um, <laughs> is it lovingly? Please, some it's of kind us. of just so, obvious, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like, like sure, Green sure. Label. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Got it. That's the one. <laughs> Let's try. Is that love Let's it? not try any harder than that. <laughs> it's just obvious. So we we've talked a lot about how much we like the Heaven Hill Six Year Bottle and Bond. Uh-huh. How does this stack up for you guys in comparison? You both have to take a sip in order to to know. It's pretty good. I'm fine with this bourbon. I still like the the Bottle and Bond better. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I I just think it has more flavor. I think it's just a you know a, a product of being. 10 proof points higher than yeah the, there's more the flavor and then also like it's just it's, even though it's 10 points higher it's still it does it doesn't have much of the burn as this mm. i think as yeah this does. i don't think so yeah. this is a very standard bourbon in all in mm-hmm. all places yeah. Like, yeah it's got a decent enough burn to get the idea of what a burn is yeah it's Actually, a tutorial bourbon yeah i don't like the aftertaste very much yeah, it, I get that. It, it's kind of a weird coating on the tongue. Yeah, like, I, actually, I'm, I keep I'm, taking sips of water after, and I thought that, I think that might be why. <laughs> it goes away, it comes back again. Yeah. And you keep wondering why am I actually doing this? Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> How long have I been drinking? What is life? <laughs> Makes you hallucinate. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, uh, before we get into the topic, what I've been drinking. Um, I got a bottle of Larceny a couple weeks ago that I'm almost and I got done really with. Really choked up about it. What was <laughs> yeah. that? Very emotional here. <laughs> I, re- well, I revisited I it. Too recently. Um, yeah, they are good. I I kind of forgot how much I liked it, mm. and then saw it at Total Wine for like eighteen dollars. Nice. Where it normally runs about twenty two, twenty four. Yeah. Um. So I was like, I think I really need to hop on this. So I did. Um. And. It's almost gone. <laughs> it's a good sign. Yeah. Um, this Elijah Craig, uh, you know, Larceny is another Heaven Hill. It's funny that that's kind of the, the train that I've been on recently. Yeah. Um, this Elijah Craig, I've been drinking a lot recently as well. We're going to do that for the review later on. And 
Oh, I have something I want you guys to try too. Okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, with that? yeah, yeah. No, okay. No, no, no. No, no I don't want to try it. It just scared me the way it like yeah, you... came about. No, I've been thinking. I was thinking about what I've been drinking, and then realized that this is something that I've been drinking on. Uh -huh. oh. He pulled out an unmarked bottle with three skulls on it. Not very. <laughs> yeah. Um, big not X's. feeling very good about this. I mean, it's glowing it, green liquid. I don't think it's bourbon. It <laughs> smells maybe? like it smells it's like death. It smells like death. And uh, no, okay. So um, a couple weeks ago, Lucy and I went to Jim Beam um, for a Knob Creek barrel. Mr. Pick. Beam himself. Mr. Beam himself. Yes, we went okay, to the Jim cool. Beam Distillery for Knob Creek barrel pick. So this is something that like I helped. Pick. Oh, nice. Pick. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. For Liquor Barn. Oh, nice. okay. So, like, you can actually go and buy it in a couple of weeks. That's really cool. Um, so I wanted you guys just to, like, I'll pour just, like, a little bit I saw in you, one of these uh, Glen Cairns. Instagram story in it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember you standing by the egregious statue of Mr. Jimothy yeah. Bean. He looks like he's being blown over by the wind. Yeah, he's a little too, like... Railroad conductory looking in that statue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, boy, I've been blown away by this bourbon. Wow. Like, what? What? What wind is coming? You know, me? he yeah. definitely sounded like that. Too. Yes, of course. Jimothy oh. Beam absolutely sounded like that. <laughs> okay, so I want I want you guys to try this. I'm not going to tell you anything about it until after you've again. It's just poison. Had it. Um, it meaning like I'm not going to tell you like stats on it or anything. Excuse me. It definitely does not smell like 120 proof. Mm -hmm. That's because it's 40 proof. <laughs> it's actually not bourbon at all. No, uh, it's <laughs> legally not bourbon. I really like the nose. Mm. Yeah. The nose is great. Whoa. <laughs> now remember, too, I got to try this straight from the barrel. Mm. Like they dumped it out for us. And, yeah. And... I mean, not completely dumped, yeah. but... Wow. That's good. Ooh, I'm getting, like, yeah. smoky... <laughs> it's got layers. Yeah, it's oh, got it really layers. Does. Uh -huh. It really does. Onions have layers. But I love that... <laughs> I don't know, for me, it started out with the... More of your, like, lighter caramel... Yeah, it, it got progressively heavier. And yeah. then it just... Progressively got to the... More charred barrel... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Smoke. So if you had to guess, based on everything you've said, uh -huh. <clears throat> how old would you think this is? It's not nine years, like it says on, on the bottle. Okay. Because that's just what the standard Knob Creek single barrel is. It's just basically nine years. But it can be anything above? With their, or... with their picks, it can be anything above. Gotcha. Yeah. So what would you think the age is? What would you think it came out of the barrel at, proof-wise? Gosh, so we're guessing how much it's been cut. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Do you want to go or you want me to? You can go. All right. I'm going to say 11 year. Okay. I don't think it's been cut a lot. I'm going to say 150 proof. Okay. I'm going to say <laughs> it was aged in the 11, 12 years. Okay. Um, That's 23. <laughs> okay, so the twenty thirty yeah, right. <laughs> Them have that a barrel pick. <laughs> um, I mean if it's the best thing and they and you're like, hey, this is what I want, they'll they'll give it to you. Yeah. You yeah. know. Huh? There's that. So So he's saying twenty three years. No, yeah, no, I'm saying <laughs> the eleventh or the twelfth year. Okay. And I'll put it at 
I'm going to say 140. Okay. You're both wrong. <laughs> it's 14 years old. Damn, okay. It came out of the barrel at 121 proof. 121. So wow. it's pretty much. So it's not been it's, cut at all. It's cut basically. about. They they put about a gallon of water in no. to cut it down. This is amazing. That's so cool. it's basically a barrel proof. Yeah. Bourbon. And oh yeah. I, and and what we did before. No wonder I'm getting all those. I know yeah. exactly. And that's what I was saying too. Is that like, if you're getting like the charred oak, I mean that's a product of the fact that it's in that old and, and straight out of the barrel. Basically, much. yeah. And and we did. When this can thing, I get this? In like three weeks. All right, let me know. Yeah, I will. <laughs> but we basically and where? Um, and look at barn. Where? And it'll probably be. Uh, I don't know which one. Barn. I would say probably the Hamburg one. Okay, that's fine. Um, but I'll. I'll the the guy from Liquor Barn is actually supposed to get in contact with us and let us know when it's going to be uh, available. Yep. Excuse me. Um, so I'll let you guys know, and I'll let the um, you know our listeners know too when it's available. Mm-hmm. Um, but we basically did. So we we wound up picking. Um, two bourbons and two ryes that day. Um, this was the first bourbon. The second bourbon's going to come out probably in about eight weeks. Uh-huh. And then I don't know when the ryes are going to come out. But anyway, so before we picked everything, um, I, his, his name escapes me. I cannot think of it. But anyway, our, our guide, our spirit guide for the... <laughs> <laughs> A ghost? It was very uh, strange. Okay. Jim Beam himself <laughs> Jim stepped up from the grave. Whoa, <laughs> blow it away in this windless facility. Constantly in, in Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, he asked us, do you want me to let you know the stats on it like I did with you guys? Um, or do you want to wait until after it's done? And I'd want to wait. Yeah. And I, I mean, we unanimous, unanimously we said wait until we've tried it first. Yeah. And both of the bourbons that we picked were 14 years old. Wow. The second one came out of the barrel at 130 proof, I think. So that one's going to have more bottles than, than this one is. Right. Um, and the, the rye that I really liked, um, didn't get picked, but it was maybe the best thing I've ever tried oh, good. in my entire life. We'll never get to and try I'll, it. Never yeah. get to, I'll never get to have <laughs> it again. Um, but the other two ryes were actually pretty good too. It's yeah. just, you know, I, I was much more excited about the bourbon aspect of it all. And sure. You know, anyway, I'll let you guys know when it comes out in the, in a See, few weeks. You can't do that to us. <laughs> you give us heaven Hill. Yeah, and green then label. And bump then, it up to the knob. Then you bump it up to the knob. I should have saved. Barrel. I should have saved it. For and the now I'm trying. End. Now I'm trying this, and now I'm it's like, like Heaven Hills back, and it's, <laughs> now I'm just like, let me just pour this out real quick. Great value bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> just value bourbon, like those taste like two completely different things. I know. Like I mean, they literally are, but no, well, I mean like <laughs> completely different types of alcohol. Yeah, and you can definitely tell the quality too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. And the age and the, the, age, and the proof the and perf, everything. everything. I mean, it's just... Yeah, so in a couple of weeks, you guys can have this again. Yeah, and, uh, I might buy more than one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance I will, too, yeah, honestly. I mean, I mean it's it, good stuff. Look, and and the great thing about it, too, is that it like at $45 for a 14-year-old bourbon that's, yeah, that's almost barrel-proof. Now, was this with uh, This Is Bourbon Night? Or It's Bourbon Night? No, no, no. Um, I just combined both our names. Yeah, I know. We, I, somebody else did that before. This is our, this is our bourbon night yeah. shop. Yeah. It's podcast. podcast. Oh, which reminds it's me. It's our bourbon pod now, actually. Yeah, we, we oh. I, I changed all the, the social media around. So if you are listening to this 
um, and you haven't connected with us on social media yet, but you've listened to old episodes, don't use the old episodes um, as your guide. Yeah. Because we have gone from this or at my bourbon shop to at my bourbon pod. Um, gotcha. On all of our social media. Less confusing. Yeah. Yes. More so, consolidated. Yes. So our social media is based solely around the podcast now. Cool. But this is my bourbon shop is still our official <laughs> place to buy our merchandise Partner, yeah, and everything. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. Like the official shop location. Right Got now. it. So um, at my bourbon pod is where you want to find us on social media now. A bourbon, a bourbon pod sounds like an like a like an alcohol based deprivation tank, and I'm all about yeah. it. <laughs> I thought maybe it was a Tide Pod that tasted like but, bourbon, oh good. but <laughs> the kids will love that. <laughs> Which <laughs> the very narrow twenty one and up year olds who can eat Tide Pods <laughs> are gonna just go can, crazy. Can eat them or choose do? to eat them? Yeah, yeah, do I guess anyone can eat a Tide Pod? Honestly, I'd rather them eat a bourbon pod. That's true. Like, maybe just eat the bottle. Yeah. Just eat the bottle. Probably safer than it's going to be the pod. same same result, right? Yeah, your inside is the same. Yeah, yeah. Freaking millennial. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> We're all three millennials, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. so. <laughs> anyway, okay. So our topic for today, I like. I think it's going to be like Kentucky tradition. Okay. Um, but we just we just got huh? I said, where's that? The joke on, is we're in Kentucky. It's on the shelf with uh, Kentucky Tavern and Kentucky Gentleman. Gotcha, yeah. yeah it's the third. <laughs> Kentucky time. tradition? Yeah. yeah. It's actually um, not a bad bourbon name. No, it's actually for pretty good. Pretty it, cheap, but yeah. you have to make sure that it's a quality, you know, yeah. storied kind of. Yeah, because Kentucky Gentleman certainly did that. And it's not very good. Yeah. No. I think there was Kentucky Tavern. Um, but anyway, so we just came off of uh, Derby Weekend. Yes. Um, which is, I think, one of the biggest traditions in in kentucky i mean we've been oh, doing yes. it for 144 years i say the biggest fried yeah. chicken and yeah and bourbon yes <laughs> trying to give a joke that's not problematic <laughs> toward myself really i don't know where you're going with no, this just so move on yeah okay. okay anyway um and throughout the show as we lead up to our review of the elijah craig small batch um we're just going to be drinking heaven hill products um Kurt, you and I had this last time we did yeah. an episode, mm-hmm. but we mixed it, um, oh. and so yep. he's never actually had it straight before. True. Um, but this is JTS Brown, which is another Heaven Hill bottled and bond product. Um, Heaven which, Hill. Speaking of which, where's that um, that one shooter bourbons that we had? The uh, shooter bourbons. Yeah, the airplane. What was it? What did we have? Oh, the Winchester. Yeah, what happened to the Winchester? I really could go for some of that. <laughs> Taryn, let me tell you, you're really missing out on the Winchester. Yeah, mm. Winchester. Um, I'm assuming it's terrible um, from the way you're goofing about it. Maybe the worst thing maybe. I've ever oh, had. Good. We, uh, pour, no, we not, poured it out, and not, it was only a sh- like a little airplane bottle. Oh, and couldn't finish it. Yeah. yeah. Funny Both when you said us. airplane, instead of thinking like a normal person, like an airplane bottle of alcohol i thought it was shaped like an airplane and i was like why is it <laughs> like winchester? an airplane decanter yeah, yeah. I was like, why is it why is it a winchester it should be a gun if it's a winchester yeah oh that's actually a... hey winchester bourbon get on that hey make it a decanter shaped like get, a like a winchester shoot. gun because something's gonna have to help it uh, it it was not the worst thing i've ever had i will say that much but it was certainly up there i mean we did have the uh the Woodford Smoked Barley I don't Master's know. Collection I after think the, that. Yeah, well, I think the Winchester was still worse. Yeah? yeah. Have you had any more of that since then? Nope. So I somebody, it. I don't blame I don't blame you based on our experience with it, but 
somebody commented on our, and I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name right now. Um, but somebody commented on our Instagram post about the Woodford cherry smoked barley, Mm -hmm. um, and said that once they got down to, as they put it, the shoulders of the bottle Mm. and they let it sit for a while, it actually opened up. Really? I don't see that happening. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mine's been at, even when we drank it, it was really at the, at the shoulders, I would say. Yeah. Tanner? You put the oh, I thought you were putting the hand up to say I had no, something I'm not to say. Raising my hand, sorry, I'm scratching my nose. My hand just so happened to be near my face. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't drink that Winchester. No, really, don't drink the. Don't drink <laughs> unless you want lead poisoning. Don't, don't drink either anything. Helen essentially, yeah. anything we drank last podcast. Don't drink it except the JTS Bond. Bra- what is it? JTS Brown. Brown. Yeah, bottled sorry. and Bond. And and even then, like you didn't get to try it neat because we're mixing it yeah so you're not gonna know entirely what it tastes like until right now yeah perry poured i poured too much heaven too much heaven i'm very sorry look if you want to pour that back in the bottle and pour some of this jts (laughs) brown i'm not gonna i'm not gonna frown upon it this is gonna be an interesting effort but to uh like get you back on the rails on what you were talking about the history of it and and all that what you were talking about the history of J- the JTS Brown before I rudely interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, well, I, oh, 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 what I was going to say is that, um, Heaven Hill has the most bottled and bond products mm. of any distillery in not just Kentucky, really, I think in the world. Really? Okay. Um, well, in, in the United States, I don't think that you can do, can you actually do bottled and bond outside of the, like you can't do bourbon outside no. of the United States because like legally, it has to be in the U.S. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you can do bottled and bond outside of the U.S. and and still have it legally be that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Heaven Hill has the most um, bottled and bond products out of any distillery. Um, JTS Brown, the Heaven Hill Six Year BIB, um, JW Dant. Um. Of course, I can't remember the rest of them. <laughs> As I'm sitting here, oh, uh, old for uh, old Fitzgerald, excuse me, bottled and bond, uh, and then you add on like the 11 year bottled and bond that came out this year for the first time. Um, you know, they they really are kind of cornering the market when it comes to the um, bottled and bond. Yeah, yeah. This is um, a very low cost, high proof bourbon, um, hundred proof, of course, because it's bottled and bond. Mm-hmm. And I think I got this for about twelve dollars. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Which is about two dollars more than the ninety, or yeah, the ninety proof Heaven Hill. Um, I think I would prefer the JTS Brown, honestly. I, like especially for for two dollars more for the higher, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's we're all three going. This is a better quality bourbon. It's got more flavor to it. Yeah, and you know, you're not you're not really digging deep to to all. buy it. Um, as we kind of proved on our, our last episode together, it's great for mixing. Yeah. Um, it doesn't overpower what it, what it is paired with in a cocktail. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Except Sorry. with the Coke. <laughs> we just both agreed that Coke that, and bourbon just kind of. Well, that Coke, the, the, the bourbon and Coke was bad because it was warm. Yeah. You know? Mm. So. Nobody likes a warm Coke. 
And then we went to a warm uh, L8 bourbon. Um, My favorite. Yeah, which it, we were talking about, too, on that episode. We yeah. were like, if only Tanner. Also, look at the description on the last episode. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's over now because, yeah, because the next episode you were on, um, you know, you hadn't listened to it. But that's yeah. okay. We'll, we'll make up for it maybe next time that we do. Uh, yeah. and, and honestly, if you just want to hear me... After a long day at Keeneland, yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Listen to that episode because mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun, and I'm very tired, and um, probably had more bourbon than I needed to have had. Yeah. at that point. But I, I guess I'll speak on that when we're what? talking about our Kentucky tradition. Yeah, exactly. like derby stuff. For those of you too lazy to pull it up, <laughs> hey Tanner, if you're listening to this episode, we really do mean what we said. What did you say? You have to listen. To okay, it. all right. Well, I was wondering if it was like per- before. All right. No. Nah. Okay. No, you have to listen and find out. All right, well, I got homework to do, apparently. <laughs> I'll listen to it tomorrow morning. It's what, like an hour out of here? Yeah, let's do it yeah. and drive to work. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, find that out, and then uh, next time you're on... Respond? We'll reconvene. Create, yes. a, yeah. create a retort? All right. Yeah. I imagine y'all dunking, <laughs> dunking on alien and uh, bourbon. Oh, you? no. No, okay. all right. it was more of a challenge. Yeah. Oh, jeez, okay. <laughs> I'm very curious to what this is. All right, I'll yeah. listen. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, moving on. Let's, on. let's get this episode back a little on yeah, track. Yeah, so, like, so um, Kentucky traditions. Um, like I said, this past weekend was Derby. I got to ask you guys, what did you guys do for Derby? Well, I so I work at Keeneland. I got very I, drunk, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get that out of the way. Yeah, so I work at Keeneland. We have always have this like huge Derby party. And uh, I took off work and ended up Going to Keeneland. Imagine that. Wow. <laughs> I know. Well, it's because all my friends wanted to go. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay, we'll go. But, I mean, it was still had a good time. And the uh, private select Keeneland. Did we talk about that? We talked yeah, a we little talked about, about that it. last time. But I had um, I had that. The Maker's, the yeah, maker's for Derby. Private Select. Yeah, mm-hmm. Maker's it's Private Select. so good. Oh. It's a little expensive. Good. Yes, yes, it is. But. But definitely worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's no, very I, good. I agree with you. Good bourbon. I agree with you. I don't and like again. I don't know anything about the staves that they put in the barrel to, to no. finish it with, but which I need. I should ask that. I'll have to ask. Oh, you should. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have an insider. Yeah. <laughs> Tanner, what'd you do for a derby? I did nothing related to the derby. <laughs> I was in Columbus watching my brother, my brother, and me live. Uh huh. Which was very fun. Really? And they they then did a bit on the derby. Talking about the dumb horse names, but that's it. That's okay. all I did for. I didn't watch the Derby this year. What were some of their so dumb wet. horse names? It was, oh, it was the wettest yeah. Derby in history, I believe. Really? Yes. Huh. Well, it was. It, it was, was nice though miserable. to see that none of the horses got injured. Yes, because that's always oh, my yeah. worry when it when it rains at the Derby. An is eight bell situation. Yeah, that's a sad story. It is. If you thanks for bringing us down, but Sorry, if you but don't know the, if you don't know about the, eight bells, um, go and look up that story. Story. Yeah, it was. So First depressing. year I've watched the Derby in probably ten years, but I uh, had other things. I don't think that I've missed a Derby in a, in a few years. Mm-hmm. Like I even had a gig last year, still um, watched it. and and still watched it. But granted, we played at a um, <clears throat> we played at a brewery. <laughs> oh, well, there you and go. Everybody was like kind of excited and a little bit drunk, and, yeah, you know, sure. ready to go. Um, so of course we still watched it, but you know, like even it's just so funny that like I get so excited about the derby every year even yeah. though it's like i mean to most people it's like nothing 
Carson, yeah. did you and I it's watch fun. the Derby last year together? Or we watched some of the races before you were together? At, you were at Tom's house. We watched some of the races before. Last year. Yes, yeah. and then, then we drove over to Tom's. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah. Did you guys actually watch the Derby at Tom's, though? No, I think no. we watched it before <laughs> at your place. We watched it before at my place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I remember us betting on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. I forgot. Together? I was, yeah, I forgot. I forgot I was with Curtis because I didn't have a I forgot an account and I placed a bet through Curtis. Yeah, oh, gotcha. Okay, right. I thought what you meant was like the two of you betted like against each other. Oh, sure, yeah. No. <laughs> In the field. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just imagining like, well, my horse didn't win. Well, my horse didn't win either. So I guess we don't know each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny spot. Yeah. <laughs> Call it even. Yeah, and like Derby's such a good time too for like. Going to parties. Sure. Yeah. Because everybody in Kentucky kind of goes out, goes all out for, for Derby. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how much everybody's just so invested in the Yeah. Derby. Like, mm-hmm. Lucy and I went to a party where they hired a bartender. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's extra. <laughs> so, like I said, I drank a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, I think Was that... Was it free? Yes. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> That's a bad yeah. evening or a great evening. No, yeah. it was a great evening. It's a great evening. But could turn easily into a bad evening. Bad for the person that bought it. <laughs> I will say though, like I was I was just drinking bourbon the whole night. Just straight? I had I had one mint julep. Mm, but yeah, yeah, I was I was drinking it straight oh, you for have most to. of it. You, have to, you yeah. do, but like if I'm drinking anything else and then I have a drink that's really, really sweet. it's it's all over yeah you know and like as soon as i took like two sips of that mint julep i was like (laughs) no this night is over and it was (laughs) i mean by that point i was like this can't i can't go in i can't go on anymore Um, (laughs) i can't go on yeah i can can no longer go Um, perry had a good derby i did have a really good derby i mean we started at like three o'clock in the afternoon what time did you finish you know (laughs) <laughs> I say it's that like wrong. I was done after <laughs> after the mint julep, but I think I came home and had a little bit more <laughs> too. I mean, I also woke up. We all three kind of woke up in a yeah. in a, a day. We were all nice. On, yeah, Sunday was a fun <laughs> a funny day because we were yeah. supposed to record then, and yeah. everybody was like, "Can we not? <laughs> yeah. Can we just? Uh, <laughs> like, this is fine, but can back. we not? Yeah." So I woke up the <laughs> latest of back. you guys, and I was like. Oh man, I gotta be over there in a couple hours, and I was like, "Oh thank God, <laughs> no one's feeling." Well, your voice it. was also shot. Yeah, right? I, I had yeah. no voice yesterday yeah. because from yeah. laughing so hard. I mean, there there was no way that we could have done a, a sure. Good I would have been like, eh, "This bourbon's really good." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would have not been good. But anyway, like, it, I I don't really entirely remember the rest. Of the well, sure, after yeah. I got home. Yeah, whatever. Like I I remember getting in the car. I mean, Lucy drove. I remember getting yeah, okay, in the car. Like, I put on. That was problematic. Um, I put on Anderson Pack. Beautiful. And that was just kind of the end of my night. <laughs> okay, yeah. there you go. All so right. whatever happened after that, post pack, don't remember. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't tell you. I woke up the next day and looked at my phone and like you know how um, you don't know you don't have an iPhone. You know how an iPhone's like after you've been playing something and you put it on the lock screen. Yeah. Like it pops up to you know continue playing something. Mm. Hey, my phone does that too. Oh. Well, uh, all right. Hashtag kind of- justice for Android. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Galaxy S9 Edge. Android Fandroid Yeah, S9 Plus, sorry, that's what it's called The big one, yeah. the big boy The big, <laughs> big boy <laughs> Okay, so But I gotta ask though, do you guys even Really like mint juleps that much? They're fine <laughs> For Derby, I, I'll have one Once a year Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't imagine regularly drinking a mint Do you no. know they started out as a breakfast drink? 
I did huh. not know that. I, oh. Um, <laughs> that's jarring a little bit. Because when I think breakfast drink, I think like a mimosa or maybe a Bloody Mary or something yeah. that's like barely alcohol tasting. Yeah. And that's Lime, not Lime, what I meant julep is. Limestone Branch does a uh, bourbon Bloody Mary. Interesting. I think mm-hmm. Carson's does too. I've only been to Carson's a couple of times. I believe Carson's does a yeah. Bloody Mary with like every liquor. <laughs> All at once? Well, no, or like a vodka Mary, like a tequila LIT Mary for the morning. Oh my gosh, oh, Jesus! Gosh, no, I think they do are you hungover? Here's you want to reignite 3 a.m. Curtis, <laughs> <laughs> and then try our lit where you think that you're gonna die. Yeah. Get lit. <laughs> That's the hashtag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't like. I don't know. I'm not as big of a cocktail person. Mm. But I like cocktail. I mean, I do. I do from time to time. You know, I just prefer. Yeah. I prefer straight bourbon, but mint juleps. I just don't think do it for me. I, as someone who I believe of the of us prefers cocktails the most. Mm-hmm. I also think mint juleps are very a very rare occasion. Not only because they're they're so specific in the way they taste. Like it's not like I could go yeah. for a bourbon cocktail. What do I have at my disposal? I have an old fashioned. I could do. A bourbon yeah. and some mixer I could do. It's just like mint julep never comes into that conversation for me. And they're a hassle to make. Like they are kind they really of are. complex for a cocktail. They take a lot of time. I have a weird emphasis on the word cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're complex for a cocktail. Uh, so I think that, uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think the mint juleps are a very special occasion. You buy the things to make them beforehand and then you're just yeah. having mint juleps or whatever. And I never, I don't think I've ever had more than two. In a sitting, I haven't either. Like it's yeah. just not something you want a lot of. Again, they're just too sweet. Yeah, they're just too much. I think like in mint and <laughs> like because I just don't want a lot of mint throughout my night. It's like man, I could go for some more mint. Yeah, it's like chewing like an eighth piece of gum in an hour. <laughs> mint and sugar. Yeah, like straight, and that's what they taste like to me. Like I don't even get a whole lot of bourbon with with right. mint no, juleps. I mean, it really just kind of is like. Here's some mint leaves. We dumped like some pure cane sugar on top of it. Enjoy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mm, we let it sit I'm, for a couple hours. I'm good. That's I'm good. where the uh, Where was I? Where was I? Um, so, but but Derby this year was kind of special, right? Because not only was it on, you know, the first Saturday of May, but the first Saturday of May this year happened to be Cinco de Mayo. Yes, but isn't it? Hasn't it? been that way before i have not since i've experienced really? derby in to its fullest extent okay i was just curious i have no I, idea i mean did you guys do anything to to cross celebrate cross celebrate no we planned on it <laughs> we, we planned we on doing too. that and then we ended up being like i mean oh, celebrating cinco de mayo to... is a little problematic it well, is true too not it real hype about mexico's surprise victory at san pueblo like, <laughs> yeah it's a little weird and that we all like get real hyped to have a margarita it's just an excuse to get have a margarita yeah, but you can just do that without saying like i know rebellion it's a little problematic for three white people to be like yeah cinco de mayo like, hey yeah. but that being said no i didn't do I was still again in Columbus. Well, we were yeah. gonna go to um, West Sixth because mm. um, they had a big Cinco party going on. Interesting. Like I think from like two o'clock in the afternoon until question mark. Mm. Um, oh, good. <laughs> but like it was so gross outside. Yeah, it yeah. Was nasty. we went, We just went back home. We yeah. were like, uh, well, fun. Lucy was out like that morning, um, and then came back and she was like, "Do you still want to go?" And I was like. Mm. 
Yeah. It's one of those, oh, thank God, I'm glad you said it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking it, and you said it, but... We're good. Yeah. Yeah, it was just... It was kind of a weird day where, like, you kind of... You know those days where you're like, I have to make the best of this. Yeah. That's kind of how I this... I salvage what this is. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how this derby felt this year. Um, but what is, like... And it could very well mean nothing. But what does derby mean to you guys? <laughs> Big hats. <laughs> Big hats and bourbon. Big hats. And weird and horse. I don't know why we always fall state. back on the on the Susumi Stroot. Susan Street was so good. But we always kind of fall back on that accent. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But anyway. No, I it's a reference for I usually think of like being home. Just I I so we'd never like my 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 family never really like uh went all out for derby, but we would mm-hmm. like maybe make some like party food and yeah. just kind of chill. Not a big drinking family, so like my it would just be my mom and me just kind of hanging out. So I don't really think of it as like a woo, let's get blitzed. It's it's the derby. Like it's just more like a hey, let's watch Far too long pre-coverage about these horses. <laughs> it Let's goes like, on for forever. Maybe, yeah, maybe just be on our phones doing dumb trivia or board games or something while yeah. the derby's on. But then watch the derby and then you're good. <laughs> That's usually it for me. Yeah. I mean, for me, I... Well, you're not even from Kentucky. Well, you're yeah, in Ohio. I'm, not, I'm not from Kentucky, so we never, like... <laughs> you foreigner. We never really watched it or Get anything when I was in, like, high school or stuff like that. Yeah. But... I mean, since I've came down here and I've gotten more into the horse industry and like the thoroughbred racing. So yeah, you're more into horses than I am. Yeah. So now it's become more of a tradition. I've lately uh, the past like three or four years I've been going, I go home and then like my parents and I, we watch the Derby and we like bet on the Derby and you know, it's just a good experience that Mm -hmm. way. But, um, I don't, it's not like anything super special for me. Yeah. Yeah, I love Recently, it has been just because I've been, you know, I've been keeping up with the horses and yeah, like who they are since I'm in that industry. Watching all the interviews with the horses. Yeah, <laughs> they literally like uh, Ed the horse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Ed, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Ed, like Mr. Ed the horse. I, I like though, like <laughs> you very quickly were like, yeah, wait, slip that one in there. Sorry. Which honestly, they do interview the horse sometimes, so I don't know. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I had something. I was but I mean, that threw me way off. <laughs> yeah. But Derby's like fun. It's fun to and like yeah. you know drink and have a good time and watch something that you usually don't watch. Yeah. For most general people, anyway. Right. And, and somebody to have said that fun experience. Somebody said recently too that like <laughs> Derby is the time of year for people who act like they know something about horse racing oh, sure yeah. to start talking like they know yep. about yeah. horse racing mm-hmm. and then they just get drunk afterwards yeah you know i mean it, it it's nothing it's nothing to so many people yeah other than like a status icon sure. you know yeah. or status quo yeah, or yeah. whatever which but, i will say that it's start it's starting to become a bigger thing now though i will just agree. because like the coverage and media coverage has been so much more yeah like it's prevalent a, it's a dead time for anything else like sport other than baseball yeah well, that's, sports even, on and that's, even besides that though like they've nbc's now started airing like breeders cup and yeah, yeah that's true. um all the derby prep <laughs> races and all of the the like heavy hitting races yeah. so yeah. i mean it's become more prevalent in that and i mean I, rob gronkowski <laughs> bought half of a horse because his, the name which was half. which half 
<laughs> had to be the back half of Pride, right? Yeah. Had to be. It's the back half. Had to be the back so half. Happy. I'm so happy yeah, yeah. that you went there, too. Um, named Gronkowski. And then he didn't even name Gronkowski. Yeah, and then he didn't even run in the Derby. (laughs) Gronk didn't. Well, he's a human. Well, no, the the (laughs) horse didn't. Ah, yeah, yeah. But which I thought was funny. He bought. I'm sure he did. He bought the horse because he wanted to see it in the Derby, and then and didn't even run. Well, then it didn't even run because he got a fever, and they didn't ship him over from because he was from I think Great Britain. Oh my gosh, Jesus. Now, but like you said, it's a dead time. For sports, but like I saw an article Maybe today. Playoffs, I guess. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what I was going to say. Is like, like it's, yeah. it's, it's like, during the day. But uh, uh, apparently, though, based on numbers, like the Derby lost viewers because of the NBA playoffs mm, starting. Yeah, that makes sense. You know. So I mean, it may be dead, but there are still other things that people are yeah, interested that's in. That's fair. Um, it also was a terrible looking derby this year. It yeah. looked awful. When it it's prettier, it's bound to have more views. Oh yes. yeah, for sure. Let me for watch sure. Horse, horse mud. <laughs> which is the name of my new HBO documentary. Horse or mud. the next or the next horse. Yeah, just mud. <laughs> <laughs> a horse named Mud. Is that a joke? A horse named Mud? <laughs> I, I thought you were so. just asking, did we just do a joke? No, no. <laughs> is that a joke we've done? Have we finally done one on the show? <laughs> we have finally done a 26 joke. 26 episodes in, and we're like, is finally that a joke? joked. Oh, man. We Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. We apologize that we'd not joke sooner. But, like, you know, I don't think Curtis can speak to this as much <laughs> because he's not an Ohio. Go back he's to not Ohio. A <laughs> you buckeye. I Whoa. Well. All right. Motherfucker! No, just oh, <laughs> okay. But like, Through what Wendy's. do you? What do you think? Like, <laughs> he's aggressively drinking in my ear. You can't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Like, this what? What is it that like makes the Derby special to our heritage? Though, it's, we live here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to be that blunt about it, but it really is Jeez. just. It's named Kentucky, and we're like, hell yeah. That has our name on it. <laughs> Sorry to shut you down, but that's the truth. You really did, because I was going <laughs> to talk about how, like, it's, you know, a, a symbol of not just, you know, our... our <laughs> daggone it, <laughs> Tanner. Like, it's not just, like, a symbol of, you know, what we work towards in, like, our economy and everything, but, like, you know, it's also a time where we get to celebrate what makes Kentucky, Kentucky. You know, and and you're just going There's a no. Derby here. <laughs> like <laughs> lots of bourbon, but that's. I mean, the entire horse industry is pretty much revolved around Lexington and sure, like, yeah, in yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. That's where most all the really good horses are from. That's where all the breeding yeah. is done. So, yeah, like, yeah. in yeah. terms of that, I mean, it's a huge tradition in that fact, and it, I mean, it holds up a lot of the Kentucky economy. I would imagine. Yeah. Sure. So I mean, especially tourism. it's bigger than that. But I do I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, if it were in Ohio, in Ohio, we wouldn't be like, oh man, this means yeah. my personal legacy. Exactly, because yeah. our yeah. state name's not. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I I <clears throat> I think too about like the first couple of years that the Derby was run, mm. and people were like, I, I'm sure that they were like, this is fine, this yeah. is the thing, and like it caught on after a little while, sure, sure, and then sure. it became like a part of. You know, I mean, part of the impressiveness of it is just how long lasting it's been. Yeah. And so that I get, I mean, that's part of most Kentuckians identity, even if you don't care about horses, is that, you know, 
if you're in a crowd and somebody says Kentucky Derby, you'll woo. Because that's <laughs> where you're from. I experienced this in Columbus. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been out of the country before. Yeah. And like, you know, you you talk to people who are not from the United States and you're like, oh, they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Kentucky. I don't know if you're and they're like, yeah. oh, fried chicken and horses. Yeah, fried chicken, horses, bourbon. You and know, maybe yeah. basketball. If they're that's that's a I think that's a long shot. Sure, for, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh, yeah, it is kind of our 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 identity, sure, um, to some degree. But I I also think that it's you know, I think it's more than that. I think that it is really like something that we all kind of gravitate towards, mm. even if we're not you know super interested in it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a time where we can all kind of go. I get what it means to be a Kentuckian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all root well of course we all root for the uh the triple crown winner right you know but i don't know and then there's my old kentucky home which we're not gonna get into sure but <laughs> good song is it yeah it's one of the better state songs okay uh, look it up is. look up the history oh Right, yeah. yeah. Well, that part I'm not really addressing. <clears throat> I meant melodically. It's a fine. Oh fine no, it's tune. a good. It's a good actual song. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's if a hard know. song to like people to sing to. It's like Happy Birthday. It's sleepy, yeah, yeah. Happy it's Birthday also, is also written in Kentucky, by the way. Happy huh. Birthday. Mm-hmm. It's by two like, twin sisters in Louisville, I think. Huh. And they had the copyright on it, and still do. So, like, if you go to a restaurant or if you go like hear it on the radio, it's never actually the tune we know as Happy Birthday. It's some variation. That was true up until a couple of years ago. Okay, so it's gone now. It's yeah, lapsed. yeah, right. like it's actually. Um, it was a hundred. I don't know if it's entered into the public domain mm, or yeah. the copyright ran out or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But you can actually use the Happy Birthday tune. Oh, good. Um, in things now without right. having to sing Jolly Good Fellow. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy <laughs> birthday to you. Like just <laughs> Happy Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, should we get to our review? We should yeah, do our on? review. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about uh, what we're going to review here. Um, we are going to be drinking uh, Elijah Craig's Small Batch, ninety-four that proof. That's a good one. Yeah, a quick let, one. But a let's good one. redo it. Mm. Okay, eh, that was mm, less. Maybe yeah. less good that one. Yeah. Oh, and I just recorked it. You just corked it, it again. <sighs> anyway, um, Elijah Craig Small Batch. It is named after. And if you're listening, you probably know this. Um, if you're listening, Elijah. <laughs> yeah. Or Craig. Welcome back from... Uh, Elijah and Craig. <laughs> I want my name on it. I wanted to be called Craig Elijah. No. No, I found it first. Anyway, um, Elijah Craig is said to be the father of bourbon. Um, per legend, uh, he was the first one to char the inside of a... Mm. barrel ah. um which led to oh you, did you guys really not know this no oh i know nothing man okay well baby bourbon boy over here yeah, hanging out my moniker <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> this for a long time was uh age stated at 12 years um you can still kind of find if you really really hunt for it um the big red 12 um which means that it was that it had a a, a 12 on the front for gotcha. its age and it was red and it was big made. and it was red yeah, yeah. <laughs> um then, that one. then they moved it to the back of the label and then they did away with it all together mm-hmm. um so i think that 
this is anywhere from eight to 12 years. Okay. Um, you know, depending on the, the profile and everything. Um, it's 94 proof. Honestly, this is one of my favorite, like everyday bourbons. Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, this is kind of what I like without getting into like the review portion of it. This is what I've always said. Like I expect bourbon to taste like, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So we'll find out if that holds up when we actually put numbers to it, but we're going to pour a little bit here. That's that's more way than a too little much. Bit. Okay, that's me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we both that's have fine. to drive. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm usually a heavy pourer. I don't mean to be, but that would be fine if I uh, were taking an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to split? <laughs> what? You want to split? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Richmond has Uber now, right? Does it? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They're getting a Panera bread. That's awesome. We already have Panera. We already have Panera. Or are you saying Uber is? Getting, <laughs> getting they're getting a mobile Panera. Oh, they're, I guess they're getting a new one. Where? Oh, we need two Paneras? I we guess they're one, switching locations. We have one uh, over in... Um, the mall. Yeah, the, the mall. Richmond Center. It, they're making another one. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's dumb. Okay. Just as I was driving. Not that anybody's going to understand. I like, honestly but, feel bad for anyone outside of Kentucky listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> because I mean, a lot of local it's been, Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I'm sorry about that. Well... Next episode, we'll do better. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about Chicago. <laughs> Good town. I just love the nose on this so much. It gave me the little tingles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't like overpower. No, it doesn't no. overpower. Like, I always get a lot of brown sugar. Mm, yeah. Um, Caramel. Yeah. Like, it, it reminds me of like a snickerdoodle. Yep. Oh, good call. Yeah. Snickerdoodles are great. One of my favorite cookies. Mm. What's your favorite cookie? Um, either peanut butter, okay, or just straight um like sugar. Wow. Mm-hmm. No love for chocolate chip. See, I'm a big fan of chocolate chip. No, I do. Yeah. I do like chocolate chip. I it's like in my top ten. Chocolate chip. It's in my top ten. I, mean, I but can't. It's I don't not... know if I can name yeah. ten cookies. <laughs> top ten <laughs> just like exists. Yeah. <laughs> like chocolate chip. Maybe top one. three. Double sugar. Chip number two. Peanut butter. <laughs> chocolate chip. Yeah. Um, Snickerdoodle. Yeah. Um, uh, shortbread. All right. Um, <laughs> fortune. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting real. Fortune. Um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get to 10. Um, um, uh, oatmeal. Okay. Oatmeal oh. raisin. Oh, you don't count them as two separate. Molasses. Uh, what did you say? You molasses. Molasses cookie? Yeah. Okay, sure. Just, molasses that's cookie. That's cookie. That's nine. No, no, no. That's nine. I need a tenth one. I have one, but I'm not going to give it to you. Um, Sugar I have two that I'm not going to give um, to you. Oh, shoot. I have three. Oh, oh, oh uh, lemon, lemon cookies. Oh, I chocolate think of macadamia. Yeah, so that's ten. Okay. Double chocolate chip, M and M, which I think yeah. exists in its own right, yeah. and a no bake cookie. Shout out to a no bake. Oh, no-bake okay. Cookie, yeah. Sure. I can't believe that I just went through that thing that I just did. <laughs> so the nose. Anyway, the nose smells fantastic. Yeah. I really enjoy it. There's also some um, like I would I say I would say like light milk chocolate. On the nose too, which Perry doesn't like. I do. I never said I don't like milk chocolate. So I, I love sugar cookie. I the prefer- worst cookie. <laughs> sugar cookie, easily the worst cookie. It's okay. just the base okay. for every cookie. Okay, here's the thing: sugar cookie when it's done right, like there is a very mm. specific level of like, like a chewy. Yeah, yeah. I can't do Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> that was much better. Yeah. 
That that waveform was really interesting. I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I just think the nose is super inviting, and like it's it's 94 proof. It's not super high. It passes the candle test. Um, I would yes. say so too. Yeah, but anyway, on the palate. There's not as much burn on no on the palate as you would expect from the nose. Mm-mm. And honestly, I think the nose might be the best part of this. I could see that. Wherein, oh. like the like it, the palate doesn't quite live up to what what the the nose presents, and it does still have some of those flavors, but they don't really present themselves until the the finish. This is going to sound strange, up. but walk with me. I'm. I mean, I've said tomato soup on the show. Do we show need to hold hands or? Nah. Uh, this has the same intensity. Can we hold hands. <laughs> yes, oh, of okay. course. Cool. Uh, it's 2018. Waffling though. This has the same intensity as like a strong bourbon ball. If that makes sense. Yeah. It is that subdued. I would get that. Yeah. Where it's like it has all the flavors of bourbon, but it really doesn't have a lot of the hallmarks of it. I guess. Um, I almost thought of like a bourbon candy or something. Like it's it's sure. It's not got a lot of burn, which I view as a plus in a way, but in, as a minus in another. Um, it's not very strong. It's a weaker tasting bourbon. Again, that's fine with me, but um, it's not as a, as much a punch as like the Knob Creek we just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like at the ninety four proof. I mean, sure, of course. I think that it has a lot of flavor for ninety four proof. Yeah, again, I think it has the I, flavors of bourbon, but not the. Yeah, yeah. The I think punch. the flavor. Yeah, the flavor. Of bourbon, you you definitely get it's the the heat that you don't yeah. receive. Yeah, but I like I like it for that sense and that it being a like Me an too. everyday bourbon. Me too. Because mm-hmm. every day I don't want to have like I just want something that I can enjoy and have the flavor. Of yeah, bourbon. I don't want to be punched every day. I'd be bruised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's how I feel about this too. Is that it just it gets the job done in terms of like ex- experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's not going to. You're not fighting with it to really find anything that, that you enjoy because right. I just think that it's. it's I think well-rounded. It's, that's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Is that it's very well rounded. Um, I mean, I think that the experience is like it. It's not that it's consistent all the way through because, like I said, the palate does kind of lack a little bit. But like I just I think that it's enjoyable. Yeah. Overall, and I think. Um, and correct me if you're if you think I'm wrong on this. If I'm wrong, if you are wrong, correct you yeah, if, if I'm correct wrong. Correct yourself yes, exactly. <laughs> um, if you think I'm wrong on this, so somebody that's just getting into bourbon or like thinks they know a little bit about a bur- bourbon, you ask them what their favorite bourbon is, and they always say Woodford. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's well rounded. You know, yeah. it ha- it's accessible. Yeah, it's yeah. accessible. They can they drink it and they're like, oh, this is very enjoyable. It's not heat. It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm, and they, they're just introduced to the flavors of it. Yeah. I think this is like a, a step up for the person that sure. know, really knows bourbon. Absolutely. And sure. that you go, oh, what's your, you know, your everyday bourbon or something that you really enjoy? Mm-hmm. What's your, like, well-rounded? Yeah. Elijah Craig, small patch. I have to agree. And, like, you're getting, I think you're getting a lot more for Elijah Craig. 
than you do yeah, with Woodford sure. because exactly. I mean, I like Wood, Woodford. Woodford runs what like thirty five, forty dollars, right? Yeah, thirty five ish. This I, the highest I've ever seen it at is thirty dollars. Oh, okay, yeah. and I think that's I great. I think I got it for twenty five. Yeah, and awesome. that that's what I'm I'm meaning like the person the bourbon the person that knows bourbon pretty well and has a developed palate is going to be like oh Elijah Craig because it has more flavor has more yeah. of sure. the developed yeah you know profile whereas Woodford <laughs> is well rounded but it's not quite to the as complex as Elijah yeah. Craig I'm going to make another metaphor this to me is like if you took two sandwiches right <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make it so that people they don't know what we're talking about in notes of bourbon they can understand their conversation um so if you took two sandwiches right one is just a really awesome i don't know chicken sandwich right the other one is also good but has a lot of hot sauce on it okay you may say the one with hot sauce has more unique flavor to it Mm -hmm. and more different flavor and and maybe a, a, a better um impact as a sandwich sure but i still think i would prefer the regular sandwich that's just really good without the hot sauce yeah i think that's this bourbon um i think that yeah without the the spice i'm not i don't think that takes away from it um i could see how some people could view that as a as a downgrade Mm -hmm. but i think to curtis's point i think it's well-rounded i think it um serves all the purposes it needs to as a bourbon yeah i don't think that you could present this to anybody and have them go Oh, I don't like it. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like, it, like we've... I mean, it, it's basically the same thing we said. It's well-rounded, which implies that it is pleasing to most people, mm-hmm. if not everyone, yeah. who is technically a bourbon drinker. Yes. You know? I mean, I would, I would be really yeah, surprised. Great. I would be really surprised if somebody had this and they were like, it's just not for me. Because then probably bourbon's not for you. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If you have an aversion of this, you might have an aversion yeah. of most bourbons. So, like and I said, bourbon. this uh, this for me was about twenty five or twenty six dollars, I think. Okay. Um, <clears throat> which will factor into your review. And if you're new to the show, or you need a refresher, we have a review system of nose, palate, finish, and price. Um, or as Chad likes to uh, abbreviate it. Oh n- really? <laughs> never pull fleshy piercings. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Take it up with him. Not with me. But it is uh, an acronym to help you remember. But we've also done Never Pay Full Price. Um, that one's good. You know, yeah, that I think, one's good. I think that's Never good. Never Pay for, Full for, Price. Yeah, but also, you know, <laughs> somebody's going to remember it based on Never Pull Fleshy Piercings. Ugh. Oh, I know. I know. I agree with you. That hurts. I'm not condoning it. <laughs> no, literally, it does hurt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so our review system is four tiered. It's nose, palate, finish, and price. Um, each category is out of five, and at the end, we tally everything up to a total out of twenty, um, and then we let you know whether or not you should buy this. Um, so, who wants to go first? Oh uh, well, he, you, you, yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, you, you uh, it, so. as the baby. Uh, <laughs> so this is a good bourbon. I'm going to start that with this. Uh, this with that rather i got you nose the nose is pleasant i'm gonna give it a four and okay. a five uh palette i'm also gonna give a four i think this is wow. what you come for for a bourbon yeah um finish none really to speak of um so i think that's the weak point here but i don't think having no finish makes it a bad finish 
Yeah. Um, I think that's desirable in some senses, especially as like a normal everyday bourbon. So I'm going to make that a three. Okay. And I think the price is a five. I think that's wow. one of the better priced per bourbons that we've done. It's not very often that you give anything a five. No. A five. Yeah, or that, or that you're like, yeah, this is and worth it. especially yeah. the price. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm a mm-hmm. cynic when it comes to price. And I think this is worth it. Having bought, I've bought lesser bourbons at a more expensive price tag and felt satisfied with my purchase. Yeah. So I think this with being a better bourbon at a, at a lower price tag is really nice. Um, I was surprised with the price you said because yeah. I didn't know. You're at 16 um, out of 20. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I basically feel the same way about it. Yeah. About it. Anyway. Yeah. We'll get there. Kurt. Yeah. I would say the nose. I really enjoyed the nose. I mean, like you said, it, it gives you everything. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just everything you want and so I'll give the nose around, I'll give it a four. Yeah. And then the palate, palate's where I'm going to probably mm-hmm. say a three and a half, just because it doesn't live up to the nose. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there and you're going, oh, I'm so pumped. And then you try <laughs> it and you're like, oh, this is still really good, but it's not quite it's worth it. I'm missing, yeah. I'm missing yeah. what, what yeah. I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the finish, I'll say, I'll say a three. Okay. Um, just because like, like you said, the finish, there's... <clears throat> There's really nothing to speak of. It's not bad. There's no bad finish. Right. It's just not necessarily not there. Yeah. yeah. You might have a little bit, of course, but nothing that's going to stick out. And no. then price, I I mean, I have to give that a five, too. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> I, I Spoilers, we've all given it a five on, uh, mm. really? <laughs> on the price. I mean, it's just a good yeah. price tag yeah, for I a really mean, good bourbon. I think it is, too. Um, for me on the nose, I actually gave it a 4.5. Mm. Um it's so different. It's so complex. Have you guys ever had uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof? Yes. I think so. Okay. It's... So, I, I, we're sitting here going, this is, um, you know, kind of what we expect with bourbon, and it's not going to displease anybody. But, like, with Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, it takes everything that we like about this, and it ramps it up. Mm. And it becomes, I wouldn't say the perfect bourbon because it's not. Sure. But it's so close to being what I fully expect when I pick up a class. It's like the perfect yeah. version of Elijah Craig. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree that. with that. Um, also, Kurt, your total score was 6.5. Yours was a 15 and a half okay. out of. Um, yeah, I mean, out of twenty, it, it it's hard. It's hard to <laughs> find a whole lot better than that, you know. Unless yeah. it's a, unless it's B tag, unless it's yeah, you know, it's something B tag, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this this nose for me is so exciting, and I really wanted the palate to live up to what the nose was going to be, but it just didn't. It didn't meet it, but. The palette was still really, really enjoyable. Um, so I'm actually going to have to give it a 3.5. I originally had a, a 3. No, I'm going to give it a 4. Oh. I'm going to give it a 4. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I just... Um, you know, it it is missing a little bit, but I don't think that it's lacking necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, like an important distinction. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not going... Oh gosh, I, I really wish, wish that it had right, this or anything. that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah exactly. Um, so a four for me on the palette, four on the finish actually as well. Mm. Um, and I, I could probably go a little bit higher on on the finish, 
But the only reason that I'm backing off on that is because um, it's not very immediate. Mm. You know, like I, I do kind of have yeah. to um, think a little bit more about it. Um, and everything that I was hoping for with the nose shows up on the finish, I think. Mm. Um, but it's just not... It, look, it's not a five. Sure. <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, the price is a five for me. Mm. I mean, $26, it's not going to put you out too much. Yeah, that's a good, that's a you know, good price for that. Anywhere from 8 to 12 years old, um, 94 proof. This is, the, this is the first time on this podcast that I've been like, next time I'm in the store looking for bourbon, I'm grabbing this bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the price is not easy but it's it's affordable. reasonable yeah yeah um and it's not any more than i expect to pay for bourbon for a really good bourbon yeah and i think that's as much praise as i can give someone my total score was a 17.5 out of 20 wow okay. um which i i think all three of us is a, a recommendation yeah absolutely. oh for you sure know? go buy this yeah, yeah. i'm going to <laughs> this was a as sales pitch leave. for me and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it worked so go out and buy uh, elijah craig small batch mm-hmm. it's it just really is so hard to beat. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, I have a half a bottle left. I'm looking forward to buying my next bottle. Right. I honestly <laughs> might go buy one tonight. Yeah. I was thinking about it too. Yeah. Just because I, I'm blown away by that Just price. because I have yeah. Basil Hayden and I kind of want to just. Not. But I, <laughs> and I think, I think too, that once you put it up against something that is that low of a proof, mm-hmm. um, you're really going to start going. Yeah, now I know why I don't like 80 proof bourbons. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. I mean, when when was the last time that you guys had an 80 proof bourbon where you were like, this is really good? I don't think yeah. I have. I don't think I have. Well, I will say the only time that I've had is uh, Jim Beam Choice. Interesting. Which isn't even made anymore. Right. Um, it It's a year older than Jim Beam White. You've had it. Yes. Um, And actually, I think you I've might had have had it too. It too. Yeah, because yes. we did it on the show. Yeah. Uh, to wrap up the like whatever the previous episode was before um but it again it's not made anymore right so it doesn't just goes to show yeah like it doesn't really matter yeah um but there are so few 80 proof bourbons where i'm going this is great i'm gonna drink it every day put up against against anything right um and i think really that like the lowest i want to go is 90 proof but anyway the point i'm trying to make is that this will stand up. Yes, you should definitely get you it. Know, buy this. this I'm going a, to. This should yeah. be a, this is the best recommendation <laughs> yeah. I can give anything. This should be a staple. This. Yeah, this should be a staple in your bourbon bar. Yeah. Yes, agreed. And I, I like again. I can't wait to buy another bottle of this. Sure. You yeah. know. Um, and you know what? Maybe next uh, next episode we'll do. Um, I got a little bit of an Elijah Craig barrel proof mm. left. I think we'll do that to mm. uh, kind of cool. kind of round round things out. Yeah, because um, I want to see what you guys think about um, you know the comparison. Yeah, yeah. Of between the two. Yeah. So to oh. recap, you had sixteen. All right, I had fifteen and a half. Yeah, and I had seventeen and a half. Gotcha. So yeah, I mean that's that's like recommendation. That's like yes. ringing endorsements. Yes. I think aside yes. from going like twenty out of twenty. Sure. You exactly. know we're all we're mm-hmm. all pretty um, on board with this one. And this is just to. No, this okay. has nothing to do with um, like the review or anything. But I was talking to my friend, and he was saying, he was like, you know, I just to me bourbon like just 
there might be a few little different notes, but it all just tastes the, kind of the same to me. Like, I don't yeah. see how anyone can kind of, uh, you know, distinguish between this. And I, I kind of explained, it, I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I understand because you just haven't, I mean, you've had good bourbon and you've had stuff like that, but you haven't really sat down and had the, yeah. uh, like experience of it. And so I told him, I was like, next time what we're going to do is we're going to have a blind taste test. Cause he was like, I just, I can't distinguish between the two. And I was yeah. like, dude, you should definitely, we're going to do a blind taste test between like two or three bourbons. Cause then, Cause then you definitely will have that distinction. And yeah. I think like what's important with that too, is what you have to do is give him or her. I don't know who it is. It's him. Um, okay. Give him, um, like the worst you can think of. Ex- yes. Yeah. The best that is accessible to you. Mm-hmm. And, and somewhere in right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Elijah Craig is right in the, right middle, in the middle. Yes. You know, in, in terms of, you know, exactly. really trying to determine it, what you like. It's interesting because he's had, um, like from the lowest of the low to the middle of the middle to the highest of the high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. And he just I mean, I wonder if it's the time difference, right? Like it's, it's I, hard to I guess, things. I guess it, it is. A week or two ago. It yes. I guess is. that's it. But, but like I've given, um, I've had. He's tried just the Willet, mm-hmm. uh, pot still. Yeah. And then, I've given him some of the BTAC. The William Larue Willet. Yeah. Yeah. And then, in college, like we used to drink, you know, Kentucky KG, Gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely has had the range of like good to bad. Yeah. Like of good to great. Of course. And it, it's just interesting that they still say that sometimes. It's like, oh, it has to be, I guess, that they've, it's so far distance, in distance. Yeah. And I think that you don't know what you like until you don't know what you're drinking. Mm, yeah. You that's know? a good point. Honestly, you know? yeah. I mean, really, I mean, really like. That's salient, yeah. I, I Like, I've had things before where, like, I've tried it knowing what I was drinking a good experience or a good example is, um, old forester statesman. Um, is that the, uh, it came out with Kingsman. Yes. Thank secret you. There, the that, it's yeah. Brown Foreman, right? Yes. Yes. It's Which old, I it's old forester. Like. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the very first time I had it, <clears throat> which was on an uncorking with Chad and Sarah, of it's bourbon night. Go find that on YouTube. I'll, I'll link it below in the description. Um, I tried it and I said it was really awful. I then did it blind and I really liked it. Huh. But then I did, I, I, I did a, like a fresh pour with my dad and hated it again. Huh. Interesting. So there's something to be said about revisiting. Yes. Things that you think you don't like. Yeah. Too, your taste change and it. There's a lot of things that could change yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. Because yeah. when I, because tr- I think we tried it too. The Statesman? I think so. Maybe it wasn't the Statesman. Maybe it when? was. Um, maybe it wasn't the Statesman, but it was, we had it. It was at my house and. Um, was this when I was there? Yeah. It was. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 1920. You're thinking of the 1920. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's so right, not the, that's right, that's yeah. yeah, not the Statesman. Yeah. No, we the 1920 need, I was not that fair. We need to revisit the 1920. Mm. I mean, in a, in a bad way. We need to buy a new bottle of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and try it again. Because, because like, I, I know that I have had it before and been like, this, this is, is exactly what I want. Okay. Sure. You know? Okay. Um, 
So we'll nice the cat. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was the cat. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll revisit that in the future. Um, and also, I by episode fifty, uh-huh. I think what we need to do. We're at uh, twenty six right now. Yeah, halfway there. Yay. Um, I think episode 50, we need to revisit our first episode. I think it'd be fun, yeah. yeah. I think we need to do another blind uh, yeah, I think flight. My, personally okay. speaking, my palate has evolved yeah. just through doing this show. Yeah. yeah. And I think that... Mine um, definitely has. Yeah. And even we, more so. Yeah. And I think we need to um, eliminate any variables. So we come in with three fresh bottles. Okay. And, you know, three fresh pours and yep. everything yep. and make sure that we haven't had it within like a week or two <laughs> right, or so anything. Pick it out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, just completely readdress, you know, our what very first. We yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think that um, we're, we're going to have something completely different from what we said on episode one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Um, so be on the lookout. They'll probably be in uh, September or October. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> It's it's May Fast, now. Huh? It's May now. Yeah, we've been doing this for uh, six months. Yep. Wow, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's really weird. Interesting. I mean, you know, I've jumped around from guest to guest sure. with these episodes, sure, sure, but sure. Um, you know, overall, we're at we're at the six month mark. So maybe we'll do something else kind of special for the uh, the, year. the the year the year anniversary. So yeah, if you have sense. any ideas, um, tweet into us at. Uh, my bourbon pod, which is new again, um, much simpler. I like it. Yeah. I, I, I like it a lot too. Um, and, uh, we'll take it into consideration, but anyway, ring an endorsement for Elijah yes. Craig's small batch. Yes. Yes. I think. And, uh, I, I kind of want to pour another glass. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to go buy one yeah, and me then too. have more. <laughs> I'm just imagining you guys like driving together to the liquor <laughs> just store. Just together. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you want to? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so that about wraps it up for our review segment of yes. the show. So now we have to move on to tips and bits. Guys, do you have tips and bits for this week? I do. Do you want to go first, Curtis? Do you want me to go? You know, let's just keep with the consistency. All right. So I'm going to recommend a book. Sometimes I read. Books are for nerds. Books are for nerds. This one's a picture book, so it's okay. (laughs) Uh, Is it the Harry Potter picture book? No, I've not read any Harry Potter or seen the movies. At all? Period? I saw Sorcerer's Stone as a kid, and that's it. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Bring it on. Look at you. Are you ever going to? No. I think I... So I tried watching uh, the second Harry Potter film, which is (laughs) not... A name is not coming to me. I saw uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Chamber of Secrets. Sure. Tried watching it and I was like, I am not 14 and this is not going to hit with Okay, me. I just want to... S- you know what? It's fine. The book I'm going to recommend <laughs> is called Uncredited. And it's about uh, the opening sequences to movies. The, the title sequences. Um, it's, uh, it's a design We've book. We've talked about this. Have we? I don't think I've yes. recommended it officially. Have I? <laughs> Surely I've not. You got it for Christmas. Yes, I did. Yes. Did I recommend yes. it, though? Yes, you recommended it, uh, I well. think, in the very first recommendations. Before it was tips and bits, it was recommendations. All right, well, well, well even I'm, if you I'm didn't reading rec- it now. Even if you didn't recommend it, you... Mentioned like, it? Mentioned it, yeah. yeah. Well, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> all right, then I want to recommend God of War, which just came out on PS4. I know the ending. Do you? Yes, I I've, do. I don't. Ruin it for him. <laughs> please, please don't. I'll leave. Uh... 
I'm about 10 hours into it now. It's fantastic. Uh, it is arguably the best PS4 game. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is a close second, but I think God of War is going to surpass it. Uh, if you're a gamer, definitely check it out. It's not... It, it pays enough homage to uh, the old God of War games... I'm sorry, Perry just got the most befuddling news alert or something on yeah, his phone. Yeah, because Sherlock Holmes 3 is getting a 2020 release date. Like RDJ? Yes. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that series was dead. Me too. Huh. Anyway, breaking news. Yeah, that's going to be like a week old by the time you hear this. <laughs> no, it's coming out two days after we record. Just kidding. It's going to be like two days old. Uh, I don't know when to schedule. Uh, I'm just here when you tell me to show up. So I, I, I'm I, aware. I, uh, yeah, got a war. Good. It's a good game. Go buy it. <laughs> I'm sad I recommend it uncredited now because I'm finally reading it. And it's awesome. No, it's it, funny. We we definitely have talked about it before. I don't okay. know. I don't know if it was I a recommendation into it until this Sunday. Because tips and bits used to be recommendations That's for uh, you know yeah. long time listeners. It's so. very cool. If you, it's interesting to me. Very quickly, um, as the three of us are designers, we're all familiar with Saul Bass's work. We are. Just kidding. <laughs> I hope so. I just sit uh, around on my thumbs all day. <laughs> <laughs> so Saul Bass was the only connection I had to credit design. And it's interesting because even like credit design nerds see it as before Saul Bass, Saul Bass after Saul Bass. Yep. So I thought that was really interesting. Yep. Hmm. As you were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my record, it's not even going to be a recommendation. It's just going to be a tip uh, or like a little, you know, <clears throat> a bit, a little a fun. Bit. It's going to be, a, yeah, a bit. It's going to be a fun fact. Yeah. Um, so speaking of going on the tradition of the Kentucky Derby, yeah. how much do you think the biggest, the, the most expensive horse that has ever been sold at Keeneland anyway? I'm going to say $3.6 million. That was a very specific figure. Yes, okay. it was. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say $4.2 million. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for the actual answer? I'm really scared because you didn't. I'm gonna guess flinch. it's like in double digits. Did you notice single. he didn't even flinch? Yeah, he was like, "Oh, baby, y'all were too high." <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is it? Thirteen million. Wow. Oh my god! For one horse, it was a yearling, which means it it just was born. It's yeah. a year old. Yeah. yeah, has no proven history of racing. It's no parents. All solely based on pedigree. It was so the reason it paid so much. Was it was out of a um, the the dad the sire was I forget the actual name of it I'll uh, I'll, tr- I'll figure it out and then we yeah, can put it in the yeah, notes yeah we'll post it but thirteen million jeez guess how much that horse won in its lifetime of racing zero races I'm gonna say one thirteen thousand dollars that's nothing Jesus that is nothing that was yep. a <laughs> like a 90% drop. Yep. It made 10% At of least. what it was paid, right? That didn't what was right? No, 1%. Wait, how many races did it win then? 1%. I don't I don't know the stats on how many he won. I mean, but it, that could have been like he got second. He could have not won. Right, 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 right. No, that's true. That, it made 1% of what it was paid. So, just a little... This is Kentucky. why I don't... <laughs> yeah, imagine having enough money to be like, yeah, 13 million, yeah, it's fine. Just a little uh, <laughs> Kentucky Derby fun fact... Sort of. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, have you guys seen Infinity War yet? Yes. Okay. Don't say spoilers. I haven't. I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, right, I'm not going to spoil I anything. Not. I have. Would, would you want to do a spoiler episode? 
maybe of this of, of like bourbon podcast but where we talk yeah, about not today but maybe yeah yeah i'm down, I'm down. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out sure because i have a lot of thoughts okay yeah, but anyway i've seen it twice now i'm gonna see it a third time i think this week i've seen it once but i'll probably see it again um it's so good it is very good but i will say though my recommendation is to watch every other movie <laughs> before you see infinity war because yes. it does reward you agreed for having kept up with every single Marvel movie so far. So I had not seen, uh, coming into it, I did see before I saw it, but like in the weeks leading up to it, I had to recap on, I hadn't seen any of the Captain America movies, including Civil War. Mm. Really? Which was interesting, yeah. So I saw, uh, because I didn't think, so I really started getting into Marvel movies like hardcore, uh, like around, like I saw everyone in theaters since Ant-Man except for Civil War because I was like, I'm not seeing the other two Captain America films. I can't see this, even though it's an Avengers film. Yeah. Um, so like I, I watched all of those leading up to, uh, that was really nicely rewarded in the Captain America stuff. Mm-hmm. I think because I've not seen the first or second Thor, I think you can avoid those. I've heard they're a snooze fest. I've read the plot synopses of them. Um, I know that there's like some Infinity Stone stuff in it, but other than that, like it's not really that important. The first one is pretty good. Okay. Second one is not good. Second one's Natalie Portman, right? Or is the first one Natalie Portman? Both one and two are Natalie Portman. Oh, Natalie Portman's in both. Yeah. I didn't know that. Third one is what we've Thor been... Thor Ragnarok's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't see one or two. Yeah, we've all been calling Thor Ragnarok Thor the best Thor. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, but I, I think that... Um, and and I, I have to recommend, too, because um, they did a whole episode on what are the essential MCU films before you go see Infinity War. Um, the Weekly Planet mm-hmm. um, did an episode a couple weeks ago um, on what matters going into it, yeah. and at, like the consensus was most of the Captain America movies. Yes, um, yeah, all the, the, I would say, having not seen them up until this one, they all matter. You know, I would say even too like the first Iron Man is really the most mm. worthwhile. Yeah, and not worthwhile, and but it. the most like you know necessary called back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, like you know, Spider Man Homecoming was in there too. Yes. And, so my you know, my Thor boss Ragnarok. had not seen Spider Man, and he made sure to watch it before he saw Avengers. I love Spider Man. Me too. Homecoming. And he was like, I was li- I was so glad I watched it, is what yeah. he said, yeah. because there's that whole dynamic. That you and you don't have the connection to Spider Man in Infinity right. War that you would right. if you hadn't seen it. So Tom if you, it, so Curtis, great. if you've not seen Spider Man Homecoming, you really need to see it before you go see Tom Holland's fantastic. War. I think he's, he's the, the best, best Spider Man. Yeah. Yep. Easily. Yep. Absolutely. I have. So. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to say because they have a new season coming out in a couple of weeks mm. Arrested Development. Yeah. Um, Never peeped. And I'm going to is... recommend Strangers. <laughs> oh, it's already out. Oh, it's been out. It's oh. out in the UK right now, though. Oh, there you go. Um, shout out to the UK for being one of our. Uh, are, are one of the countries with the most downloads behind uh, oh, cool. the, the U.S. Um, but anyway, yeah, Arrested Development's coming out with a new season in a, in a few weeks. Um, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm. Um, and they just put out on Friday, this past Friday, um, a a remix of season four. Yeah, I, saw, I was reading about um, this. So season four of Arrested Development came out in like, I think, 2015 this was the first netflix season correct yes yes their first netflix season um it completely departed from their typical style that they had on um 
network. Sure. Um, and people were not happy with it. And the the remix of season four, I, I have one episode left, mm. has fixed like all the problems that I had. <laughs> with it's gutsy um, for them to do that. It yeah, is to try it. And and we've all kind of been clamoring for it. Mm. Yeah, as a as a fandom. Sure. Fan I hate base, that. Yeah. I hate that word. But fan base. Yeah, fan base. sure. If fan base. Trying to go. Yeah, yeah. It, as a fan base. We've all been clamoring for um, trying to put it more into a chronological order because it was really, really choppy. Gotcha. And when I mean, like, I think the, like, originally... Like episode to episode or in each episode? Episode to ep- Well, both, actually. Okay. Because, like, the first episode of the original season four started out at the end of season four. Oh, so they and then they dialed, And then they dialed back sure. and said, this is how things have started. But each episode went back and forth between those got it to where it was like it was total pulp fiction yeah um and this remix has fixed those problems interesting i think so it's gotten me excited for season five which is coming out on the 29th um if you like arrested development you're gonna get it but this is another thing that really rewards you for having stuck with mm. um you know everything that they've done so far because every i I was saying to somebody today, like even in the fourth season, they're making callbacks to episode one. That's cool. You know? So it, it, there's something to be said about a show that is that self-aware. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're all about consistency and, you know, right. <laughs> liking what you like. Yeah. You know? So I, I think that, um, arrest development is something that a lot of people who listen to this show, um, could kind of latch on to. Yep. Um, but anyway, those are my two. I was going to recommend something else, but I'll, I'll wait until... Actually, you know what? I'm going to recommend it because it's so <laughs> funny. Um, and I'll link it in the description. Um, have, you ever, have you guys ever seen uh, the ads, the outtakes for ads that Orson Welles did for a yes. wine company? Yes. It's the funniest yes. thing in the world. he gets drunk as hell. Yes, he does. And it's awesome because he's a mother <laughs> yeah, mess. Yeah, I've seen this too. Yeah. And, they, and great. they say action and it takes him a full like three or five <laughs> seconds to actually like get yep. into the yes. scene. It's fantastic. And it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going to link that. Uh, the, the very specific one I'm talking about um, in, in this description as well. Yep. But anyway, that's my last. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch Wild America. And, uh, oh, go, yes, absolutely. I was waiting for what you all to say it, so oh, I forgot about oh, it. Yeah. Yes, well, I was about to say it, but I feel like I always recommend music, so I wanted to switch it up. Mm. We do. But yes, This but, Is America, uh, Charles yeah. Gambino. Yeah. Wow. Would you, Janelle Monae's new album is yes. also great. What did you think about the music video? Oh, it was great. Yeah. It's so, the cinematography on that was awesome. Yeah. And it just, impactful, just yeah. everything, honestly, everything Donald Glover does. Yes. Man. I have to agree. Yeah, I have not been disappointed by anything he has ever done. No, I haven't either. I was disappointed by Awaken My Love, but other than that, even then, really, I, yeah, I, wanted, I wasn't. I was I, it because you had expectations. I want another rap, I want a rap album. Yeah, yeah. I want. I, I know it's selfish, but yeah. I want to. Yeah, I want a rap. Album. I think he's a better rapper than he is an R and B artist. Yeah, yeah, I get that, but I think that like. You know, and I've said this about the last couple of Black Keys albums, mm. um, where I would say that they're good albums, but they're not good Black Keys albums. Sure. Yeah. I think that Awaken My Love was a really good album, but it just wasn't a good... I, see, I Shadows disagree with you. Be- I don't think it's a great album. Really? I've listened to it again with the mindset of, mm. this is a new artist to me, and I love This people. is America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's all right. It's okay. I've heard... Again, I love, I love Childish. I listen to... 
camp, gosh, probably yeah. once Have a, you listened to month. that EP? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the remix oh, one? Yeah, so good it's very good. good. See, I'm that's right. why yeah. I, I think that this, if or when... I am hopeful puts, for this album. Yeah, if or when, whenever he puts that new album out, that thing is going to be... It's going to be ridiculous. Fine. <laughs> Just going to be the... It's going to blow my mind. I, mean, I, I think it, I think it I will, think, too. It could hit to Pimper Butterfly status. Yes, yes. Wow. Because I it agree. Could. It has the potential. That's, I agree. That's high. Because I, I think Camp was his rap album that was really, really good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, because of the internet, of course, you know, that was like what made him. His penultimate album. Yeah. yeah. And then, Awaken My Love, this is him just experimenting, just doing whatever doing what he, he wants. You know, doing what he wants, wants to see how things yeah. work. And then I think this one is going to be a good mesh. Of if we could get back to the balance of Because of the Internet. Because he does R&B stuff on Because of the Internet, but he has a lot of rap tracks, too. I think it's going to be better. I hope if he gets back to that balance with the sort of level of woke that he's experiencing right now, yeah. I think that's going to be insane. Yeah. Because they did have kind of like shades of his wokeness sure. on, on Awaken My Love. Yeah. But I think that, like... It was almost like Awaken My Love was a little bit premature in its release. Mm. Like in terms of like l- lyricalness. I don't know if that's a mm. word or not. Yeah. But like I think that Awaken My Love is that perfect cross section. Or mm. excuse me. Um, This Is America is the, the perfect yes. cross yeah. section. It's more like between. because the internet stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's yeah. why I'm so excited. Me for too. Yeah. The next one. And I think they, see, because I think because the internet was <laughs> this is my Gambino podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think because the internet was just not quite there. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. For that me. Is, that for me is the like I love Camp to death, but I think that because the internet is the best thing he's put out. I have to agree. Holy. I holy and, yes. And I I think I agree. Too, I just don't think it's where I wanted it to be. Well, I sure. think that I where think he that, could go. Yeah, I think that because the internet is the most like accessible of his albums. I agree. Yeah, Um, and not and like people say accessible, meaning that like it's not as high quality, or that it you know it just doesn't live up to the expectations. But I think that it, I think that he has really kind of found his home on on because the internet. I think camp that just was like, I. The way I see camp was like it was his awkward teenage years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And camp that. is well, really when he because it was. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah, and he's rebellious, yeah. and he's it's. I mean, Tyler the Creator's done something similar, right? Where it's yeah, like, and 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 he used to hate everything, and now it's just like, all right, let's make yeah. Music. And with camp too, he gets over his um, like constantly having to talk about how he was somewhere between white and black, sure, and somewhere between Thirty Rock with Tina Fey. Yeah. And getting on to his own, his own game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think, and, and that's what I'm saying too, is that because the internet really is just the culmination of everything up to that point. And then past that, he could do whatever he wanted to. Yeah. You know? And it sucks that the album that's about to come out is going to be his last one. Yeah. <laughs> because we know that like he has more left in him. Yeah. I don't think it will be. I never take anyone for face value like, this is my last album. Yeah. yeah. Take I don't five think years it will off be. and then you'll come back. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think it will be. Or if it is, he's going to be doing 
just a million features. other great things. Yeah, it's like yeah. Logic said that his next album is a lot as his last, but he's not counting his mixtapes. So it's like, all right, yeah, this is just <laughs> everything you're gonna release is gonna be a mixtape. <laughs> okay, cool. I love you, Logic, but that was that's stupid. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so our uh, tips and bits became uh, the Gambino yeah portion of the show. Yeah. Um. So guys, first off, I want to say thank you all for yeah thank being you here with the show. Uh, we we have uh, made it a, a quarter of a century through. Well, that's not true. We made it to. <laughs> I was gonna say, none of us are. Wow. Jesus. We made it. Uh, I'm not even there yet. Yeah, me neither. We made it a quarter of the way to a hundred and halfway to fifty um, so far. Um, and again, like I, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens and comments and shares and you know is a fan of the show because we just wouldn't we wouldn't do it if we had you know a couple people a week yeah, yeah. If we were just you know you guys are <laughs> you guys are what uh make this happen every single week um with that being said too if you support us with your ears which is a weird phrase <laughs> just a bunch of ears stacked up <laughs> yeah you can you can <laughs> you just support us <laughs> um you can also support us of course by sharing and telling your friends or by becoming a patron of the show on patreon.com slash this is my bourbon podcast uh, for as little as a dollar a month. You can keep us going. Um, I think a lot of people think that podcasting is free Mm. and it's not. Um, There's a great article recently or a great uh, thread recently by uh, uh, Paul F. Tompkins mm -hmm. talking about how uh, different the the culture and the economy of podcasts yeah and then uh, some of the macros we're getting in on that too it's really interesting to, yeah. to see that i mean we we do take time out of our days um you know away from loved ones and you know jobs and everything uh, in order to be able to do this um and if you enjoy what we do we want to you know <laughs> ask for your help that was a weird way of phrasing that <laughs> but like you know um we do want to keep doing this for as long as we possibly can. Sure. Um, and you know, I think that this is a, as bourbon kind of is a community. Mm. Um, the so, part so anyway, head, head to, head to patreon.com, uh, slash this, is my bourbon podcast. If you would like to help us out, um, on a monthly basis, we would really appreciate it. Um, all that being said, Tanner and Curtis, where can people find you on social media? Uh, primarily I'm at dorm streams, which is the thing I stream video games on, on twitch.tv slash dorm streams, dorm streams everywhere. I'm, I'm easy. All right. <laughs> and then on Instagram, I'm Kurt Khan and Twitter, Kurt underscore con 15. Very nice. Uh, personally, I am at P 1492 on just about every social media platform. If you want to find the show, we are now at my bourbon pod, um, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you would like to buy some of our merch, uh, you can head to threadless.com slash mybourbonshop uh, where you can find all of our official shirts and apparel and everything, I guess. Um, Torso covers. <laughs> <laughs> we have school caps. Yeah, still a drop on <laughs> Anyway, um, I've already hit Patreon, so I don't have to do that. But I'll do it. Uh, Patreon.com slash This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Um, we would really appreciate uh, any help that you guys can give. Um, thank you all so much for listening to this show. Uh, like I, I'm super touched by 
you know, any kind of commitment. Mm. Oh, whoa. Sorry. All right. My mic's... Uh, <laughs> Curtis gotten... decided to be touched by touching the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, though, like, you guys are the reason that we do this, and we keep doing this on a, on a weekly basis, um, and we, we really do appreciate it. Um, we will see you next week. I have a special guest episode with one of my buddies, uh, Robert Hanna, who's actually my drummer. Um, for a lot of my, my music stuff. Um, and, uh, that was a very late episode (laughs) that I did like very late at night. And, um, I don't remember much of it. Oh, good. So it's going to be a lot of fun to edit. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but anyway, Tanner Curtis, I looked at you guys oppositely. <laughs> I said yep, your name. Tanner Curtis, yep. <laughs> Thank you all so much for being here. Um, we really appreciate it. Anyway, um, we will see you all next week. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm Curtis. I'm Tanner. And this is my bourbon podcast. Bye.